It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a Radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Well, I'll tell you what's going on. Is Carson Wentz might not play another snap this season, according to Ian Rappaport. So that's kind of a big deal. That's why we're here. Little, uh, I guess we can call this an emergency podcast, which is... Um, emergency podcasts are my favorite podcast. They are. Uh, I mean, They're my was, favorite podcast. <laughs> when was the last time Timmy Jernigan was back? Was that our fake emergency podcast that came back there? John Barchard, Elliot Shore Parks. Elliot, you're uh, down there live for Novacare, and um, I mean, Doug Peterson started his press conference with a couple of things, and honestly, me and Vince Quinn were recording The Beast, which will be uh, out shortly after this guy, and we're getting to John Filippo, and I know he got asked about that, but then uh, what did he say about Carson's back, that he wasn't going to practice today, and then Ian Rappaport just with a, a tomahawk chop saying, yeah, actually, he's, he's not going to play at all probably the rest of the year due to his back injury. What would, what's your initial reaction to all this? So I think first it's important to set the scene of just the press conference in general. I mean, Doug, I don't think once this year has come out and started with injuries. So he, he comes out, he says, I'm going to start with injuries. He mentions two or three guys, you know, the normal suspects who've been hurt. And then he just kind of says, and then, oh yeah, and Carson has a sore back. So I do think <laughs> he came out, <laughs> I do think he came out knowing he had to give this information out. I think he was hesitant to give it out which to me says this is more serious than they're letting on. That was my, that was my takeaway from the press conference. Uh, I asked Doug if it was something that happened in the game versus Dallas. He said no. 
Um, then Doug was asked, do you think Carson will play on Sunday versus the Rams? He wouldn't commit to that. Uh, so all, mm. all that was weird. And then obviously, you know, leave the press conference, get back to the media house, and then the Rapport report comes out saying that not probably, you know, not going to play this Sunday, and because of the time of the year with only three games to go, might not play the rest of the year. So obviously my head is spinning with all of this news and all the potential takeaways from it. Um, just in terms of the actual news, I would say not going to play this Sunday is my guess, and that backs up with the Rappaport report. Not as sure he doesn't play the rest of the season. I think Rappaport, that seemed like it was a bit speculative on his part. But, again, with only three weeks to go, and if you lose this week, you know, if Carson is dealing with a back injury, I can see the rationale sitting him for two weeks. But um, I guess before I get into my long rant on what I think about all this, well, what are, you know, what, 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 do you, what do you think of all this? I don't want to get too dramatic. Too no, quickly, I mean, but it's am I wrong just... to think this is, you know, a huge deal? I think it's a huge deal in terms of what the injury is. Like, if this ends up being, and this is kind of like why it's uh, maybe even a little dangerous to do the emergency pod because we don't know what's going to come next, but right. if this is serious, then it's a huge deal. Like, if it is a, if a something like a slip disc or... I don't know what it could possibly be, but this to me, a couple of takeaways just initially was, all right, now even more so, I know why he wasn't exactly himself. You know, even during the stretches where they're having success against the Giants and Redskins, you could just see kind of all year something was off. Um, as many people have reported before, this showed up on the injury report in October. Uh, and yep. then he, you know, just went along and did it. And kind of what you had been saying all along here, ESP, was this is a guy with a ton of pressure on that has to go out there in, in a year where everybody's begging for a second Super Bowl run or victory. Uh, you're coming off of an ACL, MCL, IT bent. Everyone knows that at least for me and a lot of people's eyes, Carson Wentz is the best shot to go and do that again this year because you were the MVP candidate in the running before you went injured. And the thing that freaks me out is this is the same. This is two days after uh, a, a year of being of the injury happening. Like this was <laughs> the week after yeah. the Rams game last year, and you're going, man. Um, and then other things start to pop up now, right? So everyone's going to assume that if it is a serious injury. That, you know, this is an injury-prone guy, and, you know, he had a major one coming into the draft class, and he got injured his 2016 year with the broken ribs during preseason, and now, you know, played a, a full season there, didn't play a full season last year, and he won't play a full season this year, or so it seems. So that's a well, lot. We already of, already haven't played a full. Season. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true yeah. too. Duh. Uh, um, uh, I'm just basing that off the. Sorry, I should have said off of, you know, a, a different right. injury from this season too. So you're going like, wow, um, this um, this this starts to become. I hope it's not serious because then it the off season is going to be a lot of different things. Foles, if he has success coming into these next couple of weeks and moves the offense, um, will change a lot of people's minds on it. Um, yeah, to paying him anything, waiting to pay, tagging, all of this different stuff on we thought we had the guy. Uh, I know the national media is going to jump on this too. Guys that didn't like Wentz beforehand and had to shut their mouth in 2017 will open it back up again because oh, yeah. they'll point For at sure. the numbers, the injuries, and he's just not that good of a quarterback. He's come back down to earth. Um, I, it's basically, Elliot, 
I am not looking forward to this offseason if it is a major injury because I'm going to get so sick of the, the, the July takes that that's where my head's at right now. What uh, does this mean for you? So you basically stole my rant. Which I'm is sorry. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> a lot of those thoughts are my thoughts, and I think that's where a lot of people will go with it. A um, couple things I will add off of that. One, in terms of the seriousness of the injury, so obviously, you know, more will come out. Doug said, we'll see where he's at at the end of the day. I'm wanting to do more testing on it, so we'll see, you know, what what comes of that. Uh, the fact that he's played through it um, throughout, you know, for a few weeks now, you know, five, six games, I think speaks to the fact that it's probably not anything that, like you mentioned, but then again, who knows? I mean, maybe the medical staff let him play through something. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Regardless, and me and you had this debate in the last podcast with Vince, you know, is, is Wentz the same guy? I've always said I think he's basically the same player he was last year. But the one thing I, I did say when we talked about that was, you know, he's never been a super athletic guy. And I, part of the reason I felt that way is because when you watch him this year, he has not looked athletic. And I don't remember a ton of plays last year when he seemed really athletic, right? Like he was good at breaking tackles to a certain degree, but he was never a Mar- you know, Michael Vick, Marcus Mariota type guy. But I do think he looked slightly slower this year, and so mm-hmm. maybe that the back injury does have something to do with that. So that's one thing we're on the field. I would say that might have impacted him. The other thing is, to, to your point, and again, I'm very excited for the potential drama of a Nick Foles win on Sunday, and I think we can all agree <laughs> that's probably what's going to happen, right? I mean, Foles, Of course, he's going to go beat the Rams in L.A. on a last-second field goal. 38 points, yeah, yeah right? Something so like that. Probably that's what's going to happen. I'm excited for the postgame pod on that one. But, uh, no, I mean, look, the, the more serious way to look at this is the fact that if, if Rappaport's um, Report is true, and I know some people in this town, you know, Rapport's certainly gotten some things wrong, but, but I will note, I'm pretty sure he was the one that reported Wentz was going to start in week three, if I remember correctly, or at least was the first person to have that. There's so, a lot of, pe- lot of people that, that, that had that, too. I mean, like Peter King was ahead on that. Uh, so I, I, don't, I don't know exactly, but sure, yeah. But that's the— Regardless, sorry, regardless let, let, let's say Wentz doesn't play the rest right. of the year, which if they lose on Sunday, he might, he might just not play anyway because— if he's really dealing any type of pain at all, what's the risk of putting it back out there? But if this, if he ends the year again on, on the bench due to injury, as you mentioned, that's the third year in a row where he's suffered some type of injury that caused him to miss time. Obviously, rookie year with the broken rib mm-hmm. would have cost him time during the season. Obviously, we all know about the major knee injury and now, and now the back. You know, and th- you mentioned the pressure in terms of the Super Bowl, but another pressure that's been on Carson's back, for lack of a better word, is that this offseason is the first time they can sign him to a big deal. So he's played this year knowing that, you know, he probably has $100 million sitting there waiting for him. So I could see why Wentz would want to play through injuries. I could see why he would want to tough it out. I'm not saying he's doing it only for the money, because I do think Wentz is a guy that genuinely wants to compete and win. I think his teammates know that about him. I think his desire for a Super Bowl is like, I'm not saying unhealthy, but like at probably the biggest level anybody could have it at when you consider what happened to him last year. So take that all into consideration, you know, I think there's a lot of pressure on Wentz this year. And for the Eagles this offseason, they're going to have to sit there and think, like, you know, do I want to commit $100 million guaranteed to a guy that three years in a row has suffered, it, has suffered some form of an injury? And, you know, we'll save this debate for another podcast, but I think that's something you have to take into consideration. And, again, we're, you know, it's an emergency pod, so we're reacting. We could be jumping five steps too far we could not be you know, <laughs> might be all for nothing. So maybe yeah, later yeah. this week he has back surgery right who knows but 
Uh, I just think this is this is obviously not good, clearly, um, and you know it has a lot of potential ramifications. Uh, and and I think of I think of all these things, right? And and I know that it's easy to because there isn't a uh, there are not a lot of quarterbacks that stay healthy in their career, regardless, especially if you're in this for a yep. very long time, right? So that that to me at least is I'm never going to panic over that because I'm gonna. I'm going to I'm going to play a quick game with you. I'm going to read off all these injuries. You tell me who this guy is. Yeah. 2016 meniscus tear. 2016 shoulder AC uh, joint sprain. A 2015 uh grade 1 concussion. 2015 pedal foot sprain. 2015 knee MCL sprain grade 2. Uh 2013 uh, finger dislocation. Uh shoulder separation. Chest rib social uh, uh, and on and on and on. Hand thumb fr- uh, fracture. Pedal foot sprain. Head nose fracture. Uh ha- concussion grade 1. Concussion grade 1. Uh wow. Achilles pull. Who is this quarterback? Ben Roethlisberger. Exactly. Boom! Uh, <laughs> I was so sure I wasn't going to get it. <laughs> uh, there we go. Even just I'm thinking of this year, Joe Flacco's going down uh, to, due to a, a, a lot of you know he's and they consider this, this is a sports injury predictor. They consider him a medium risk with all of those different injuries. I mean, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck, the him. same thing. Yeah. You know, and uh, Russell Wilson to a point has been banged up a lot throughout his career. So I. Uh, and again, we don't know what the back injury is. We have no idea. But obviously, you can point to something from the back in October uh, that he's played through for a very long time, and I think for good reason. I mean, this is that's what that's what franchise quarterbacks do. They they yeah. say, "I want the ball and give me the ball." And maybe it's to a point now where his back is so fucked up, and, and it's just from maybe just taking a pounding. Like we again, we don't know. It could just be from hit after hit after hit of of doing all that. And now you just need time. And they're looking at the situation. And I look at Ian Rappaport's thing more as like, let's see what we should do. You know, like, can you go? Yeah, if I shoot you up with cortisone and you play the Rams, but after that, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to go for the rest of the season. Or they look at this and go, our playoff chances are so meek. We have faith in Nick Foles to play through a game. And then we'll see where where Carson's at after these next couple of weeks. You know, so – uh, so I, I think, I personally believe, if Foles plays on Sunday, I don't think we see Wentz again this year. That's just my belief, okay. based off of what Rappaport said. Um, just because I think what you said is probably closer to the truth, where it's like, you know, we'll shoot you up, and you could probably play, and I wonder if that's been happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, no doubt it's been but, happening, yeah. Yeah, my, my guess is, and again, this is just my guess, it just happened 20 minutes ago, I haven't had a chance to talk to anyone, so, but... My guess is this is just accumulation thing and not like a something happened in Dallas thing. My Correct. guess is it just is it's probably too bad at this point to play. And and that's that's my read on this on this situation too. And I know it's um, a hard pill to swallow after this kind of season has just been hitting you left and right. I mean, Jesus, we didn't even get into hardly anything um, yesterday about. You have uh, you know, Corey Clement and then Josh Sweat hitting IR, and the list keeps piling up. And this is – I was like, all right. You know, it's just a part of a part of this wretched season of these guys getting all banged up. And the, the biggest worry for me – and I know that Jeff McClain has been on this for a while, and, and that's kind of taken off for a little bit too. Uh, respectfully disagree with Jeff on a lot of the stuff dealing with the medical staff and, and how it's been going because to me, Elliot, it is – so incredibly hard to have preventative 
things happen on the football field to avoid injury, it's damn near impossible because everybody's bodies are different. They all play different Mm -hmm. positions, soft tissue, ACL. It's been an ongoing thing in the NFL for a very long time. Um, My thing is how I look at the medical staff is, okay, the guys that are recovering, are they recovered? And did they have the same issues coming back? And to me, they've done a good job of that because I don't see any re-injuries of the same thing. Maybe well, you could say Darren sorry. Sproles, but... Well, no, not not just Darren Sproles. I think Sidney Jones, I mean, has been on and off the field quite a bit with the hamstring injury. Sure, right? and the, mean, absolutely. But again, like you, I believe you even said it, or somebody had mentioned it about you know Malcolm being a being a little upset about him, him not being able to go, or there's been whispers about his toughness or something. Something you can kind of fight through there, sure. And it might just be, or altogether, it might just be his body. You know, I mean, like right. you just you, that's that's hard to kind of affect that. And they need corners, and that's how I kind of look at that situation. But maybe you're right. I mean, yeah, that's a that's an example. I can't well, think of any other. Here was the other thing. Here's the thing I'd say about the medical staff and. Not talking at all about what McLean's written. I'm just this is, this is just my own opinion. Yeah, I think that let's you know let's take a few steps forward and just kind of say let's say Carson's back from bothering all year. The medical staff knows about it and all that, right? I don't think there's a world where Howie and Jeff Lurie don't know about this. Clearly, they know about it, and I don't think they would be putting Wentz out there unless it was like you know minor back pain that. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just saying I don't think they've been reckless with Wentz, I guess, is no. kind of what I'm finishing with. Yeah, I don't think they've been reckless with anybody. And that's what I yeah. don't understand about, well, there's all these injuries, so it must be the medical staff is the craziest thing in the world when it comes to football. <laughs> Can I, I mean, we're all on that same page, right? Obviously, something happened with the old medical staff and Jordan Matthews. We know that he was vocal about it. But, I mean, I honestly think that's a mountain out of a molehill situation, and it's really hard, extremely hard, to prevent injuries from happening on a football field. It just is. Uh, Baltimore went through the same thing. When was that? Two years ago when half of their team was in IR? And they've bounced back. Now they're one of the healthier teams this year. It's the ebb and flow of a football team, guys. I mean, that that's where I look at it, and especially, again, with Carson, I'm – Everyone wants to. Sure. I mean, it sucks when players get injured. It sucks. Right. So we're already doing the same things with Sidney Jones. Oh, he's injury prone. Maybe. But like we've only seen a small sample size of it. And it might be bad luck. Josh Sweat, the same thing. He had a major injury in high school in 2014. He wasn't injury prone in college. And neither was Carson Wentz. I mean, Carson. Well, no, I mean, Carson didn't. Carson had surgery on his wrist in college. If I'm not that's mistaken. it, but that's it. And and if we're and it's because he freaking hit a side of a helmet, you know, like how unlucky that was, is that? That was his senior. Wasn't that his senior year? Senior year, yeah. Okay, well, if it was his senior year, which I think it was, it seems like you know it's a senior year as well. That would be then senior year, rookie year, sophomore year, uh, and now this year where he suffered an injury that's. That cost him time. Sure, but the ribs didn't cost him time in the regular season. Well, but that's just timing, right? I well, mean, yeah, it, but I'm sure, sure. But I could cost the ball of training. But but yeah, I mean, I could have said the same things. Uh, he wouldn't have missed the two games this season if he would have tore his ACL in training camp either. I mean, sure. I'm, I'm regardless, but my point is, he's suffering injuries that aren't like 
But they're not uh, the same no, ones, okay. is all I'm pointing out. You, to me, injury-prone means the same thing keeps happening to you over and over again, like the same injury. If he tears his ACL again in the same spot and it all breaks down or the shoulder neck keeps breaking down, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the same way. He's had what I feel like is hundreds of injuries, and they're still paying him. I don't really think yep. it affects him that much in terms of the money he's going to make. I just think overall, horrible timing sucks on a it's just a uh a cherry on a poop sandwich because they're yep. just like man this is this just really sucks um moving forward just out of curiosity if Carson Wentz is done for the season who do you want at quarterback who do you want oh, to see at so quarterback happy you asked that all right so 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 I all right I don't know if I want to completely commit to it but I would not be against playing Nate Suggs all the last year that's all I want to see Okay, I, and yeah. that's, that is all I want to see. I know what um, Nick is, and that's great. Um, and if he wants to showcase, I'm fine with that too. I'm not going to like get upset about it. But I want to see Nate Sudfeld on the field. I want to. I want him. And I would. To and get I experience. would like to see Nate Sudfeld more than just Week 17 on the road. Like me too. I, I mean, because here's the thing with Foles. Like he's not going to be back. Well, I shouldn't say he's not going to be back next year because who knows? You you never know. But like, I don't get the benefit of playing him unless unless you really think you still have a shot at the playoffs. Now, the thing is, if the Eagles go to L.A. and beat the Rams, they do have a really good shot at the playoffs. Yeah. So I think there's something to be said for what's the what's the message to the locker room if you go with Sudfeld and not Foles. And, yep. you know, Foles also has in-game bonuses, and there's, you know, there's that type of stuff, right? So, like, I do not think they will go to Sudfeld. Don't get me wrong. But no, I, I don't think so I, either, yeah. I, I think it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you see what you have with them. I mean, at the very least, maybe, you know, you get them game reps in legitimate games. You may, Maybe you can flip them into a, a pick. Who knows? I mean, I think Sunfield's really good. So I think he would play well if he was out there. Now, maybe not week one, first start ever against the Rams. Like, I, you know, that would probably be a tough spot. But yeah, and they probably won't do that. Games. And honestly, I, I, I kind of changed my mind a little bit. I don't want him starting against the Rams. I would like to, if Foles can go win you a game against the Rams, that's great. If you're getting your ass kicked halfway through, put him in there. You know, that's, how, that's yeah. how I look at it. Um, or if it's a close game and you end up losing, then he should start the next two games. I'm, I'm fine with it. And listen, you know, whatever. The, the most – I, I know it's unlikely. But uh, if the other nightmare scenario that's going through my head is uh, – because it would complicate everything. Not because, like, I wouldn't want uh, the success of Nick Foles again in the same spot coming in. But if he actually comes in here and they go to the playoffs – Right, and they move this offense, and they have success in the playoffs from winning a playoff game to they go and do it again and win a Super Bowl in the most unlikely fashion in right. the world. I don't want that conversation. Like I would feel, I wouldn't know how to feel because I'm well, going. But, wow. But, I mean, let me let me take it a step a step more realistic. All right. Let's say let's say Foles, and again, I wrote I wrote this morning on WIP that I think the Eagles have a decent shot to win this game. And with, for reasons we can discuss on the preview pod, but just take that aside. Now, obviously, Wentz not playing is going to impact my decision, but let's say Foles goes and they beat the Rams, and then Wentz is ready to play against the Texans, and they, they beat the Rams, you know, 42 to 35, right? And the offense plays great. Foles has an amazing game. But, but then Wentz is – because chances are they're not going to put Wentz on IR. So, no. like, let's say Wentz is ready to play versus the Texans. And then he comes in, and offense is stale to start the game again. I mean, just even imagine that world. Oh, God. 
It's leaving Foles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. In the immediate future, that could be happening. Or, oh, bring, I didn't even think of or that. bring Foles back in. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, like, like well, let, let's, let's say, uh, you know, Foles wins three games and they're getting ready to play, play the playoffs. Then Carson's ready to go. <laughs> there is no way that anybody would want Carson Wentz back on the field in that scenario, right? Not a well, chance. Well, I would. I would just no, I would there. too because you need, I mean, again, that's your franchise. Uh, right. And that's what's always going to get lost in this. And listen, we all don't care about the future. We're looking at the immediate. We want to be entertained. We want a shot still. I don't even know anymore, actually. I, I, I mean, like, I'm sure everyone would take it. But, like, I, the, the way the season has gone, it's bounced around so many times of, like, they're not good enough anyway. Go get an extra draft pick. Actually, this is fun. No, now it's not. Oh, my God. the court. Like, this is um, – I'm trying to remember, honestly, an Eagle season that felt like this, and I don't think there is one. I think this is – one, well, I mean, it's completely unique anyway. They won the Super Bowl, and this is the aftermath of it. But just in general, right. taking a season and going like all these people got hurt, um, man, I, mean, I just can't think of I can't think of one that's even close to it right now. ESP. I would say this though. Maybe we'll wrap the quick emergency pod up on this. Yeah. If if Foles comes in, and if he leads them to another Super Bowl, like I do not think the conversation about sticking with Foles over Wentz is as crazy as everyone else will be. I'm just throwing that out there now. If it won't, of course it won't be. He won two Super Bowls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of right, course it yeah. won't be. But that's okay. that's the thing. It's just like, I, and it's, you know, like, hey, go, Carson, go maintain the regular season. Nick, we need you for the last three games and then the and then the playoff run. You know, because well, I... Be much different because Foles would be saving the season this time. Foles oh, saved the true. season to a that third degree last time, but yeah. it was a little different. Yeah, man, that would be, I would throw up. Honestly, because I would just be like, oh, my God. From drinking God. after the parade or just from yeah. being tired of you? I, I would feel weird. Honestly, I know that I'm just being honest with everybody. I would feel so incredibly weird about all yeah. that. And that is not because, like, oh, fuck Nick Foles. It's not because of that. It would just feel weird, you know. Uh, joyous. Joyous. I would enjoy every moment leading up to it. I wouldn't even think about Carson Wentz, but after it was over, like two days after, I'd be like, wow, this is weird. Uh, and then it would be the 2019 uh, offseason is already was going to be interesting anyway if, if that plays out. Good Lord. Elliot, uh, we appreciate it, man. Um, let us know if anything pops up uh, down at NovaCare. Yep. I look forward to everyone hearing what we said, taking it out of context and tweeting that we <laughs> want Nick Foles as the starter and all that. But that's why emergency pods are the best. It's a great time to speculate. It's a great time to react. So, uh, it was a good time, and we'll actually have a, obviously have a lot to talk about this week. So yeah. look forward to a further episode. Uh, and please join us tomorrow, uh, Mark's Jewelers in Montgomeryville, uh, as it is uh, Men's Night Out. Glenn Macnow will be there. John Mark Zach Reese. Uh, we'll have a lot to talk about now heading in uh, to the Rams game and hopefully some more information on what's going on. That's L.A. Shore Parks. I'm John Barchard. The emergency pod of Carson Wentz, our baby boy, injured again. Radio, radio.com, Sports Radio 94 WIP.